Hello and welcome to the Next Level Blockbuster Podcast. My name is Jeff. I'm Aaron. And I'm Sean. And first of all, off the top, I include this in my notes, so I want to forget, you had a birthday recently, Aaron. Happy birthday. Thank you. I want to acknowledge on the podcast. Of so. course. It was it's, acknowledged on the webpage. I loved the meme, by the way. You're getting your birthday spanking later. I mean... <laughs> That's all he's talked about. It is. He's messaged me. He's like, can't wait. <laughs> can't wait for that. <sighs> so. See, already uh, off the rails. My poor dead podcast. Yeah. At least you got a catchphrase. Mine's what? Between us, it's puppy on his birthday. <laughs> never, never on this podcast, but oh my God. for a long time, that was like. Uh, give, our, uh, give our. Uh, give our. Give uh, our two listeners a crumb of context so i mean i i have catchphrases too but i don't i've never used them here exactly like, i say not... stay fresh cheese bags oh they still say that no i'm not I, or i do the have you ever eaten a raw potato so good the... i mean it's kind of like random but i mean people that see it they know and they think it's funny or they just pity laugh me pity laugh <laughs> no, I'm trying. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Aaron's the only one with an official catchphrase on here. It's not really a catchphrase. It's just no, because he made me Aaron, my poor dead podcast crab tree. That could be like my handle, DJ handle. I don't know. <laughs> well, I considered doing like you know Crab Father or something like that. Crab Father, um, yeah. Like then I wasn't sure if that was even part of the podcast thing. So how did you like, know that one of my nicknames is Crab Father? I was like, we've been Facebook friends for like <laughs> yeah. 10 years. That was like your Facebook name for like a while. Huh. Right. I'm like, and like, don't you have like a custom license plate that says like, well, it doesn't say Crab Father, but. Crabs. Yeah. So. With a Z, because the S was taken. Those was fuckers. That a, was that a Crab <laughs> Five? <bad. laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> we will find you. <laughs> we'll get you that. That license when, plate. When I, when I found out that I was saying, I'm like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is. Well, how was your birthday, by the way? It was good. Uh, I didn't do a damn thing. Well, that's that's actually... On my birthday good. day. Either, like, yeah, you do something, have fun, or you do nothing. I didn't want to do it, anything. Yeah. It's just been... Between school and everything, it's just been running nonstop. And work's been hell. And yeah, this is, like, the first time we've gotten together in, like, a, a month. month. <laughs> it's been more than a month, I Yeah, think. so sorry about the lack of uh, original yeah, podcast content. So, um... It is but good we're, to be back. Yeah, we're we're going to try to re- record at least a couple episodes. And before we move on or get off track again. Or off the rails. Off the rails, your poor dead pocket. <laughs> it's my catch. I know. Anyway. Um, we'll get our own. we got to get our yeah. own. I gotta, yeah. I'm, I'm just, just going to come up with some random one. Well, I'm just going to say it. I have that too, because I always end the show, as always, I'm Aaron. And i got to be like... Okay, well, I'll, I'll try to work my catchphrase in. <laughs> That's the catch yeah, meow. Yeah. <laughs> he's just going to fit that in to every episode. That's the cat's ass. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Well, smack my ass and call me Sally. All right. You have the paddles, don't you? Yeah, I, I did bring the paddles. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to do... Batman Returns today. 
I had to I had to pause for a minute. I, I was surprised to find that we never did that one. Me too. You know what's funny though is there's there's movies that I'm like we need to do this for a podcast and I look back at some I'm like, Oh yeah, we already did <laughs> and I completely forgot we talked And then there's ones like this that's like I can't believe we didn't do. Well we we've done the original uh eighty nine Batman. Did we do Batman and Robin? We haven't done Batman and Robin. I'm no, pretty sure. We should I do an episode to tear that one apart. We're going to build towards that. That's, we got to get started with this. we got to bring the, build the mythos. Well, first off, it's hard to keep track of, like, the order of these movies. I feel like Batman has, like, the worst naming conventions, uh, like, ever. Ramble has worse. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, the worst of the worst is when you have a movie and... They use the same title as the original movie, like and then screen. then you just have to put like two thousand twenty three or something like that. But come on, it's like Batman, Batman Returns, Batman and Robin, Batman, no, Batman, Batman Forever. Oh yeah. no, Batman Three should be called Batman and Robin. Yeah, that and, makes more and Batman sense. Batman Forever should have been like four. Four, forever. yeah. And then you got Batman Begins. I feel like Batman Begins should start it, and then Batman Returns. I feel like those two go together. I mean, I like the Dark Knight. I don't think anyone's going to disagree on that. I do not like Dark Knight Rises. I think that sounds... I think that sounds like a dumb name. Does I anyone, think does they were, like, It doesn't feel like it's just kind of like a I think they carryover. to say Dark Knight Returns, but they were like, we don't want to name it after the Frank Miller. And then Dark Knight yeah. comes again. And then they just <laughs> go with The Batman. They just said The, the Batman. The Batman. Well, like it, they've only really started saying the Batman again since since the golden era, in the or golden or silver. Well, age. They did do it in the Nolan films because a lot of times the villains. Yeah, really I'm just saying, like in the last ten, fifteen years, because for a while there it was yeah. just Batman. It wasn't the Batman, and then it started coming back around as the Batman. But I think the newest Batman. I think they said they were going to go to a regular naming convention just do the Batman two. I think it's going to be part two. Officially. Oh, part two. Part two. Part two. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be interesting if they started, if they were like, like Batman volume two or like, or like issue two, more like a comic book to kind of, well, yeah, I don't think Batman had like, you know, you got Superman. He had so many different, he was like the man of tomorrow, the man Man of steel. Yeah. They could do so many names. Batman, I think just had, you know, Batman, he's dark. They can do a Cape Crusader, but that's kind of old. That sounds corny. Dynamic duo, kind of corny. They can't, Detective Comics, they're not going to do that. I would laugh if they did that, though. They're like, James Gunn's like, our next movie's Detective Comics. (laughs) They're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Sherlock Holmes in this? I know you're thinking it's Batman, but it's going to be a bunch of comedians that uh, become detectives. I mean, they could do Batman, World's Greatest Detective. Yeah, the world's kind of finest, I guess, but they have to have Superman. Yeah, that's, with that's that Superman too. It, I, I don't think that sounds too bad because they're doing Brave and the Bold. That sounds about on that par is with cheesy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so okay, so we kind of decided to do this. We talked about because the new Flash movie's coming out, and they just released the trailer, and obviously, not to sound, I'm not even saying this to some mean towards Ezra Miller, but the best part of the trailer was obviously Michael Keaton's Returns Batman. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean some people were not wanting Ezra Miller to return yes. to the movie, but everyone for good reasons. Keaton. For good reasons. But here's the thing, though. I, I actually do like Ezra Miller's portrayal as the Flash. Oh, I love it. You know, his, 
his actions on you know outside of the movies aside their actions yeah, yeah. their actions sorry I, I was just gonna say too I was like we're probably going to accidentally do it yeah cause we do apologize I, for misgendering we, we do we are very inclusive yeah but uh but at the same time we're all people and we all make mistakes exactly and we're all a little older, so regardless, we shouldn't do it. You know, like, no, I shouldn't make a mistake. But but their actions have been dis- despicable, and it. I, I'm curious of their future in the franchise. Um, I mean, that's how they could reset. Like, I, I, it seems like this is going to be a soft reboot, reset, or whatever for the I, universe. So. I read the rumor of the ending. Because, look, how I look at it is it doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm not going to talk about it here just in case. And a lot of times, you know, 50% of the time those rumors don't end up happening. Yeah. Or something changes. So I was like, I'll read it because it's not really going to mess up the movie. Uh, but if the ending that I read about happens, I will say it would feature a different actor who's played Batman before. And it's not actually the one I would have thought. Is it Clooney? I am not it's, commenting. It's Kilmer. Jeff loves Val Kilmer. It's every, really he gets every, every chance he gets, he's like, Val Kilmer was I awesome. Love Val K- I, you know what? I love, I love Val I, Kilmer, too, but... Okay, I like, was he a bad Batman? But no, not at all. He was a weak Batman, but not a bad Batman. I thought he was as good or better than uh, Michael Keaton, personally. I like Michael Keaton. It's blasphemous. I know a lot of people... Now, when we started talking about George Clooney... Gl- I mean, it's all fair. And it wasn't necessarily know. his fault. It was, no. it was the writing was terrible, but Clooney was also a little too old at the time, too. Well, Clooney didn't seem to give a shit when he was in the movie. Like, and I get it. Like, if I was in that movie, I'd be like, might as well not care. You, when you got Mr. Freeze, like, spouting off lines, like, what killed the dinosaurs? How do you, like, follow up and just be like, um, yeah, we're gonna... Let's kick some yeah. ice! Yeah. <laughs> No, oh, no. I've Wait read, till we get to that podcast. I have read rumors that it's it might be Bale, but that was mostly speculation. The rumor I read, though, was that essentially... Okay, this could be a spoiler. I hope it isn't, and they could refilm it. But the rumor is that it's going to end with Clooney. And basically, it's kind of a way to write Ezra Miller off, too, because he'd almost be, like, stuck in the Batman and Robin universe. That would suck. I feel like maybe maybe the studio is putting out fake stuff, too, just to throw people off. But I can kind of see, because they want to end, like, this DC kind of From everything I've read about this movie, and I know what's building up to it, this movie sounds like a clusterfuck. I think the movie's going to be great. (laughs) And then the thing, though, is... The end sounds like it might end up being a clusterfuck. And it may not ruin the movie because it sounds it's more like maybe the end, like, post-credit scene. What if, what if they go way out there and it becomes a Chris O'Donnell? Dick Grayson takes over for Batman. You know, I... I wouldn't be... I don't know what Chris O'Donnell's doing these days. I wouldn't mind just because I, I want to see a, a Dick Grayson mm-hmm. Batman. I always kind of thought that, like, if they wanted to do an older Batman to, like, bring Dick Grayson and just have maybe Bruce Wayne be Batman for a couple movies and transition it to, like, Dick Grayson. I always thought that would be an interesting concept, but they they don't want to, you know, move away from Bruce Wayne. 
No, I don't think the comics ever did either. I think they no, well, retconned did everything. Comics, yeah. I think they did, but I think it's retconned. Or well, whatever. the thing though was Dick Grayson took over as Batman for like a year or two. Yeah, but Bruce Wayne came back, and that's yeah, and, and that's how Dick it always Grayson, happens. Yeah. Kind of like Ben, what's his name? Ben Riley in Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, I like Ben Riley. Yeah, too. But he, he had is, that cool like Spider Man hoodie. Yeah. I would totally wear that hoodie. The blonde Peter Parker clone. I like Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, I do too. A lot. I think he's a good Spider-Man. I liked uh, Into the Spider-Verse a lot. I'm excited about the new one. But I am too. I mean, that that was like the golden era of comics for me when uh, they killed off Superman, they broke Batman's back, and then right after that, I think they did all the clone saga with Spider-Man. Yeah. So they replaced like some Everybody. heavy hitters. Yeah, it was an interesting era. Yeah. Because yeah, Marvel had to kind of capitalize on that too, but I like, I like then, the clone. Yeah, Marvel was like failing at that point. Yeah. Like they were going to go under, and then yeah, DC was like the king. Weren't they? Weird how things change. They yeah. were like owned, or they owned Toy Biz. That's why all the Marvel fit toys were by Toy Biz, and they fired. They filed for Chapter Eleven because they almost went bankrupt and. Somehow they managed to just scrape by uh, more than once. They had to sell all their properties. That's why for a long time uh, Fox had the rights to the X-Men, Sony had the rights to Spider-Man. That's the only reason they were able to survive. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Did they get changed to... They, well, they got it back now because they just bought 20th yeah. Century Fox. You can't buy your properties back. You buy the studio. <laughs> That's the Disney way. So, and it worked. So, I mean, pretty soon all movies are going to have fucking mouse for Taco <laughs> Bell and shit. So, uh, yeah. I'm excited yep. for The Flash. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. But seeing Michael Keaton back as Batman, regardless if he's my favorite or not, I'm hyped. You know, I am too. I'm really because even though you just the nostalgia factor, you may you guys may tease me for preferring Kilmer, but I really like Michael Keaton. He's the yeah. the one that started it all. You can't deny. That. Yeah, he's the one that brought comics to the big screen. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, the Batman, Amazing. especially, which is something I wanted to kind of talk about a little bit, especially with this movie. And it's something that they've kind of gone away from, and I, I want you got your guys' opinion on this. Batman and, like, the Superman movies, they were their own, like, continuity. Even though they were DC, yeah. they didn't, they they might have, like, a throwaway line, like, Metropolis, or that's why Superman works alone. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that a Clooney, yeah. Clooney line? Uh, so they'll, they'll make a reference Clooney. here or there. But I kind of want to know your guys' input on this. Do you think, like, the Batman movies worked better when they were not in a shared universe. When DC, even as a whole, even with Superman movies, they were just Superman in the world and that was it, or Batman in the world and that was it. I feel Batman was always kind of the weird outlier of the Justice League. Like, he's not, like, a big... I mean, he is kind of a team player because there's the whole Bat family, but he's almost not, like, a team player. And he... Like, I always thought it was weird because they always had... Justice League always had this thing up in, like, space or whatever. And a lot of the heroes could fly and do all kinds of weird superpowers. And, and he's, he's, he's just Batman. Here comes Batman. I was person. like, he's more... He's more of your... He's kind of like Spider-Man almost. You kind of, like, want to keep him in his own little, like... Bubble? Yeah, own, like, bubble. Like, yeah, he yeah. protects Gotham and 
you know. I mean, there were times I think where they referenced Metropolis. Yeah, there there were a few times, but look, they I, referenced Gotham City, so you knew they were in like the same universe. I, but not. I think this it's going to be really weird coming up when you're going to have multiple Batman's. They have the the Patterson movies are going to be completely separate, and there's yes. going to be another Batman that's part of everything running together at the same time. But and at the same so time, weird. there's going to be some. And they might Possible the- continuations of continuity, so I don't know how much of Cavill or Affleck are going to be referenced, like, or if they're not. They're doing that with like the Joker too, like because they're going to have like oh, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix universe, Folly and now they already set up for the Joker in the Patterson universe too. So now they're going to have like Several two Jokers, yeah, a multiverse, if you will. Well, I, I get maybe that that's what they're setting up for. I, I look. I don't mind. Well, multiverses existed. That was their original plan, from when I heard back when Walter Hermann. I I don't remember the studio head at the time. They were planning to do a Crisis of Infinite on Infinite Earth movie, so they were going to do a multiverse movie. Because I from from what I read, and I don't know how much of this is true, because some of it I actually think is kind of bullshit. But they were going to do, like, build up with, like, Affleck and Keaton in the movie with Cavill. And they were going to have all these different properties connect. I Possibly the TV shows, too. Sort of like what Marvel's kind of doing with their Secret Wars movie. I don't know how much of that's true either, because now that Cavill's out again, it's easy to say, oh, we were going to do that, right. you know. To look good. I don't think they know what they're going to do. Yeah, that's kind of scary. It seems to be changing day by day. Anyways, Batman Returns. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, we kind of went off the The tangent there. Yeah. I was going to say a tangent. But off the rails a little bit. Before we go into it a little bit, we're going to go through all our thoughts on the movie a little bit before we start going into a rabbit hole a bit. So, quick thoughts on the movie it doesn't have to be anything drastic but because i know at least i don't know your view sean but i know i isn't this your favorite batman movie Aaron? one of them yeah i don't really have a fate i love the dark knight i mean how can you not but i don't know it, i think maybe at least the, the uh, nostalgia the factor burton schumacher era. oh yeah the burton schumacher yeah that's that's my favorite yeah. and i also love the first one See, I think for me, real quick, I, the the first one was first one in forever for two completely different reasons, but very similar reasons um, were my favorites because Batman kind of introduced me to comics a little bit, especially the DC world. Because when I was growing up, I actually wasn't a big comic book fan, um, and. You know, everyone watched Batman. Everyone, like... Well, yeah, it was a, saw Batman. If you were a kid in that era... You saw Batman. You were gonna see Batman one way or another. It was like... You were into Batman and Ninja Turtles. It would be like, yeah. Ghostbusters. If you yeah. haven't if you hadn't seen it, it'd be... Someone would trap you down like a clockwork orange. Like, another kid would, like, make sure your eyes yeah. were... And like, even open. if your parents yeah. wouldn't let you watch it, you went to your buddy's house and saw it. Something, you would end up seeing it. He had it on yeah. tape. Um, There's some guy around the corner, back alleys with a trench coat, yeah. and he's opening his trench coat, and he's got... Well, who doesn't remember VHS the, the of... Batman VHS cover? Just the logo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
in the Warner Brothers the, store yeah. plug in the beginning of the whole Perfection thing. Perfection right forward through. But uh, with Bat- Bugs Bunny, Batman Forever in a in a very different way, mm-hmm. kind of. Do you remember that on the Batman? I actually don't. I think I think I remember a Batman Daffy Duck, but maybe that was like a McDonald's. Well, you're talking about like a like a commercial. Toy. It was like a commercial for the Warner Brothers catalog. I remember the commercial, yeah. but I don't remember. It was with... it was on the VHS tape, and I remember always having to fast freaking forward to it. But Batman Forever also because it kind of brought me back into Batman a little bit because. They plug the shit out of Batman Forever, regardless. So it's kind of like, well, yeah, you guys sell them toys. Flooded with merchandise. Oh yeah, more than the other ones. And they that was a whole issue with why they didn't want Burton back, from what I've heard. Regardless of what, like, because he didn't want to flood with merchandise. Well, yeah, we're we'll, we'll get into the movies. Um, but like the synergy in Batman Forever, it's hard to even match in a movie now. Like everyone was collaborating for that movie so it very much like was in the public consciousness I, I feel like so what Returns for me though was kind of like I liked it I enjoyed it but it was kind of an outlier in the Batman series where it's kind of like it was a, a decent movie but it didn't really get me as hyped as those two movies did hmm. but it was good I yeah. liked it it wasn't like I, I disliked it or anything. It just doesn't have the nostalgic like elements that uh, the first Batman Forever did for me. No, I get that. Well, what? Uh, how do you view Batman Returns? Uh, well, I I feel kind of just what Aaron had said, basically. Like you know, the Dark Knight was probably like the best, but I feel like Batman Returns is like right up there on but that you're level. Comparing apples and oranges. Oh yeah, I the mean, Dark Knight's my favorite, yeah. to be honest. But like I'm talking more like but a shoe. I'm giving I'm giving Batman Returns credit because I am not a big penguin or catwoman fan. Like but I like the Joker. The Joker's an awesome villain. But oh, the yeah. fact that they could make a movie so good with Catwoman and Penguin like, I gotta give them credit I've for always that. Loved Catwoman. I I like Catwoman a lot, but I'm not a huge Penguin fan, but no. I really enjoyed Danny DeVito's yeah. take on that. Well, that's a very different take on the Penguin. Yeah. He, he stole that show, man. Danny DeVito as the Penguin was definitely a highlight. Perfect casting. So I maybe we well, should just talk about some of the cast right now, because this movie very much... I, I feel the success of the movie hinges on the cast a little bit. Yeah. So we're talking about Michael Keaton first a little bit. Because I know Michael Keaton's a favorite of yours, Aaron. Well, yes. (laughs) Michael Keaton, real quick, before we we get into it. Daddy Batman. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) He earned $11 million for reprising the role, and he basically said he took it so he can... uh, Didn't he turn down, like, $15 million to be in forever? I, I something that like was that. the rumor. It's yeah. never been confirmed. Or like, like Robin uh, Williams was supposed to play the Riddler. Well, they want Robin Williams. I think is a whole different thing, and they want him to play the Joker and well, held him up or something. Robin Williams got screwed over twice in this. Because yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. He yeah. was a negotiation tactic to get yeah. Nicholson on for Batman. He was also told he was going to play the Riddler in Batman Forever. When Tim Burton was on there, mm. Tim Burton left the project, so he got screwed out of that part because uh, Schumacher brought in Carrie. 
So William's got double screws. Yeah. I, you know, I would, it would be an interesting take to see Robin Williams as the Joker. I think, I, I, think, I think he could do it. He, he could have done it. He's very versatile. Yeah. So and there's so many different types of jokers. Like oh yeah, he, he, they like, do the three jokers. Yeah, with the different he, he's like gangster, the classic prankster one, yeah. and just the maniac. Which yeah, was, I mean Nicholson. Or, either, you, know, more, you probably argue there's more than just three. I mean, if you go, like, yeah, the Dark Knight was more like a terrorist type anarchist. Yeah. What do you guys think of the new bat suit in this movie? With the actual. Logo that was depicted in the original film's marketing because the logo was a little different and like I, th- I think the cape was a little different too. I li- I think the cape had, it had a little a, bit better. This suit I liked better because it had more of an armor. F- it wasn't the fake muscle suit. Yeah, that the first they movie put one. some more effort into the suit in this one. I feel. I mean, they should have stopped and not added the nipples and stuff. Well, they they do that in the third. One. That's what I'm saying. We should have stopped at the Batman Returns. I, I do want to... We'll, we'll save it for the Batman Forever one, but I do think it's a That's little... That's going to be our new catchphrase, Bat Nipples. It's a little unfair that Batman and Robin, for all the shit it deserves, but they always come back to the Bat Nipples thing when technically it was in Batman Forever that they started doing the Bat Nips. They, they did the butt shots, though. Yeah, I think that was the thing. They really emphasized it more in Batman and Robin. Like, look, look at but it wasn't the first. Yeah. Did it look so snug in that whatever? It did. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> two seconds on Alicia Silverstone. That was kind of bizarre, yeah. You think they would show, like, just how, like... that. Yeah, true. You would think some executive would be like, show more of Alicia Silverstone's butt. Yeah, that, at, that least era. Was, at least there was no like back camel toe. Uh, do we know that? Schumacher probably edited it out. <laughs> Her suit didn't have nipples. It kind of did. did. I, I wouldn't say it was like you couldn't see the the areola so much as the men's. <laughs> but there was a there was a little like area that came out a little bit there. But can we all agree, though, regardless, like, and I'll say this because even though he's not my favorite of the era, Michael Keaton was still perfection in this movie. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Like, like, he when the original Batman came out, there were people, that, they, they dug up old petitions oh, yeah. that, of comic fans that circulated comic stores saying they didn't want Michael Keaton to be Batman. Yeah. Well, any kind of casting. He was a comedic actor. Yeah, any type of casting. I mean, they didn't want Heath Ledger to be the Joker. I was. They they didn't want Robert Pattinson to be the Batman. For the Mr. Mom at the time. Yeah. Uh, Night Shift with Henry Winkler. Yep. He was a comedic actor, and he was just a goofball. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. he, He. They couldn't. Nobody could picture him as Batman. Which. Fair. I I know. get that because you know I've said well the Heath Ledger one I was kind of opposed when you to you told me that thing. too with the Heath Ledger and I was like what why well, they show like they released the photo of the first makeup tests like of Heath Ledger and look in hindsight like I was completely wrong so he was, was I. fucking terrific I was my one of my favorite like performances ever but like when they I first saw that photo I'll freely admit I was like. This looks terrible. What's Christopher Nolan doing? Like, this is not the Joker. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want to see some yeah. scarred up. And then you watch, and you're like, 
I get it. Like, yeah, I totally... Uh, I feel like you have to, like, just kind of, like, just go with it until the you get to a certain point. Because yeah. there's some, like, even, like, well, depending on how you feel about, like, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. When they said that Jim Carrey was going to be the Riddler, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I, and I, I mean, say, yeah, it makes like, sense. And then you're just show. like, well, it's not the best. It's not the best. It's not the best acting from Jim Carrey, I wouldn't think. But, again, not to pick on your favorite Batman movie. I didn't necessarily say it was my favorite. It's up there with Batman. It just it has a special place in my heart that doesn't necessarily mean I won't freely admit it has. And Batman Returns has a special place. I mean, I do remember seeing the first one in the theaters. I was very young at the time. I was like four. Yeah, I don't think I saw any of them in the theaters. And then we saw. I did see the second one in the theaters, and I remember that more. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I just I didn't know we were going to see it that day, but I I mean I knew you were going to see it, but my mom was just like, "Hey, we're going to go see the new Batman later," and I'm like, "Woohoo! Get out! Yay!" That was so, me as a kid. Well, I want to talk about the Penguin now a little bit. Penguin. Obviously, played by Danny DeVito, we already said he did a fantastic job. The makeup was amazing too. I I, yeah. I found out some actors that were considered, and I some of them I definitely see. And then there's others that's like, really? Um, I'm just going to go through Marlon Brando. I can see it. That was one I could see. Dudley Moore. I can see a Burgess Meredith type. Okay. Like that. Wasn't Dudley Moore also... I feel like he was considered for... I think he was some other for, role. Yeah, he was for something I can't remember because I remember talking about it. Yeah, I Dud- Dudley Moore, was, was he considered for Batman? I think I maybe know. it was like some other. I, I remember seeing it. something about Ethan Hawke was considered, and then yeah, said we'll Dudley Moore. We'll get yeah. to that. There's an Ethan Hawke one. Uh, I could have seen Charlie Sheen at the time. Here's some other ones. At the time, John Candy, Bob Hoskins, Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, I can see all of those. Uh, Alan Rickman, Phil Collins. I don't know about Phil Collins. Ro- Rowan Atkinson, is that... Um, Mr. Bean. Mr. I was going to say, is that Mr. Bean? Ben Kingsley, John Goodman, Because Chris... it seems like they're going for a, a certain yeah. type of character, then you throw Mr. Bean in there, and I'm like, wait, what? Well, it seems like it's either like kind of heavier set or British, it seems like. Cause they I, got, I mean, they could have put him in a suit. I mean, they put Danny DeVito in a suit. So. Christopher, Christopher Lee, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, and Christopher Lloyd. All of them would have made an interesting they would have been different yeah I was gonna say because you can go like thin penguin like gangster penguin look at Colin Farrell in the the Batman like regardless it wasn't my favorite movie but Colin Farrell fucking magnificent yes and like if when they first announced him as like the penguin I was like what because like he was considered he was gonna play Batman at one point too I'm like you, you go from Batman to the Penguin, yeah. <laughs> like, because when they were doing Batman vs Superman like, with uh, Wolfgang Peterson, I think they had cast Colin Farrell as Batman. I, I could see because I think Farrell. it was him and Jude Law were Jude Law was going to play Superman because this was like either late nineties or early two thousands. So there was like when they were up and coming a little more. I could have saw that. All of those you mentioned, I can easily see. It. There was one that I said no way. Yeah, I don't remember. I feel like everyone that's like been like an up and coming actor has probably been considered for Batman one time or another. 
Pretty much, at least in some incarnation. Like, anybody's gotta be better than George Clooney. <laughs> Clune Dog. <laughs> Clune Dang. Yeah. Um, Danny DeVito took the role because his friend Jack Nicholson was like, take it. It's a good paycheck, basically. And he was like, I okay. Could see Nicholson saying that. Well, Nicholson was very apprehensive. We talked about that before. Yeah. And he only did it to screw over Rob Williams. I don't think it was the screw over Rob Williams, but yeah. I think it was more or less like he didn't really. I don't know if he didn't want to do it, but he was a little hesitant. And then he was like, well, I don't want to pass up that. If you page. didn't know much about comics, what would you have had to compare it to? You'd had to compare it to the Adam West, yeah. Yeah. Serious. So uh, Danny DeVito remained in character between takes. Also, um, method acted it. Kind of. He wasn't able to describe even the makeup to friends or family, so it was secretive. Um, Can we talk about the black blood? That was weird. I never understood that part. Yeah, that part was a little odd, now that you mention it, because like, when he died at the yeah. end, spoiler alert, for like a, what, 30-something year old movie? Was it also like green, too? I think it was just black. black shit. It was maybe from- it was a little touch of green. But it was mainly maybe I think maybe it was green from his mouth and black it was from like his really nose. Thick. Yeah, but I think from what I was, like, I could go with it. Could have been bile. He was very severely wounded. Well, I think yeah. that was one of the reasons why they might have like stopped with Burton being it is because of that. Because I think McDonald's was pissed off about McDonald's that. McDonald's was because they're like holy. Because if you watch that scene, you're like holy shit. This well, is for kids. And there's I'm a, like he's bleeding out of his eyes and nose. And unquote death scene was pretty pretty violent too. Well, yeah. and Catwoman had a very Multiple. provocative costume. Yes, she did. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's iconic for a reason. Yeah, little kids, us, man. It. You know what? When my <laughs> you know my rewatch, this is something I noticed. You know, when you get more towards the end, and she's had multiple deaths. Spoiler uh-huh. alert! Like it, like her costume is getting more and more trashed, and yeah. it looks like really shitty. I noticed rewatching it, like she doesn't take care of the costume at all versus any of the deaths so after her like if they, I think they count her first death is before she becomes Catwoman but like after her like second and third death like when she's lying on the bed talking to Penguin mm-hmm. like you can see there's like a rip on her sleeve and yeah. on her leg and stuff I never noticed that before and then, and then I think there's another death and then you can start to see her hair poke through yeah, I the guess. hair poking through was kind of a nod yeah. to the but when you get to the end that's when it like all goes to hell because she like dies like three or four times, like, in a row. Well, I don't think McDonald's was too thrilled, too, when, when the penguin bit that guy's fucking yeah. nose off. <laughs> no, they weren't, no. Yeah, that yeah. was a weird scene. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah that is a gushing blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. And, ah! they, and then they elected mayor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was one of the things that I saw that someone was criticizing the film about. They're like... They're like, why would anyone think that the penguin is charismatic? Like, why would he pick the penguin? But they left out the part where penguin was kind of blackmailing Shrek, too, to being like he had all the files and stuff that he had supposedly flushed down to the sewers and he put back together. So it was a symbiotic, like, we're going to work together, but we're both assholes. I I wanted to mention that because you brought up Max Shrek. I found it interesting, though, that... Essentially, the villain of this movie, the main villain, turns out really wasn't even the Penguin or Catwoman. He was a victim of circumstance. Yeah, it was actually Max Shrek, a character created for this movie. 
um, and played by Christopher Walken. Can we just say, wow? Well, I want to talk about that too because you know how Tim Burton is. You know, he likes his creepy yeah. fucking gothic art deco. Yeah, which I you know I, you know me, I'm a huge fan of art deco. I like it. I, I'm I I'm mean, saying it like right, I don't, man. but yeah, I, I appreciate he it after Detroit. But you know, he likes that kind of the style, very gothic. Um, I guess from what I read. He wasn't actually, first of all, he, David Bowie was considered for the role first. Of Shrek? Yeah, Max Shrek. You know, I could see that. Yeah, too. I guess Jesus that would have been. Yeah. He was sure. considered for Joker first, and then he was considered for Max Shrek. Um, he turned down the role, though, because um, he went on to do, I think it was Twin Peaks. But uh, officially, he was the first choice. Uh, Burton didn't really want to cast Christopher Walken at first because, and I quote, he says, when he was asked why he didn't want to cast him, he says, because that man scares the hell out of me. (laughs) Tim Burton said that of Christopher Walken. Now, obviously, they've worked together since, you know, he obviously got along really well with them, but I thought it was interesting. Tim Burton of all people. prior to that? Uh, Christopher Walken, before that, I believe he was in a, like, a Bond movie. He had been in a oh, couple yeah, other movies. Up. Yeah. He was an established star. Um, well, yeah. I, most of his more famous roles, I think, came after this, or around this time, but... This is what kind of propelled him more, but, I mean, yeah, he was known. And, uh, obviously, if any fans film... The old vampire film, Nostrafar to the German Dracula film. The actor who played Count Orloff in the movie was Max Schreck. So it was a nod to that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I they like I think they just changed the the, the spelling. Yeah, the yeah. spelling a little bit. If you've ever watched um Nostrafu. Well they they did an interesting movie. Here has. Shadow of the Vampire, uh, with Willem Dafoe was about the filming of that. Excellent. Chance to watch. Yeah, I feel like. Um, I mean, I've seen I've seen Nosferatu. Christopher Walken kind of got screwed with that like official movie poster because they have like the the iconic the three heads and oh yeah he's like the fourth one I'm like he's like the big bad of it but he's that's but, that's kind of the beauty of the movie too he manipulates everyone mm-hmm. so yeah. like he until, he is the essential villain of the film yeah and that's what it kind of works and the writer of the movie basically was like. He wasn't really written to be like Donald Trump because people have made that comparison, or Fred Trump. But he's like, but I like the comparison, <laughs> so people can keep doing it. it. Really, it is. He didn't have them in mind, but I guess there have been like speculation, perhaps. But that—that that was one thing. Like when I look back at the movie, because you think of the penguin, you think of Catwoman, you're like, those are the yeah. antagonists of the movie, and then you're like. But they're, I never they thought about are, it until today, honestly. They are, but they're really not, because the main villain is Max Shrek. The others are just victims of circumstance. Yeah, like, Catwoman Cal- Cal- was almost like an anti-hero, kind of just like Batman. She, she, just, gets, she just gets, like, sidetracked well, into, like, going been. after Batman. Also, they were going to get into Max Shrek a little more, too, because it was an earlier draft of the script I was reading. It turns out that Max Shrek was actually the Penguin's brother. But, and the penguin found this out, that's why he kidnaps 
his son, even though he's older than the other children. Yeah. Because he partly wanted to get revenge on him because he was the discarded kid. Ah. Yeah, that was a pretty dark scene from yeah. McDonald's, too, where they uh, take little baby Oswald Cobblepot well, and throw him in the water. You know, this in the beginning of the movie. Damn, I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about it. And, like, it was so obvious because I was reading about it. And when he was a baby, they showed him with the cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even think about that. And I was like, oh, yeah, there was a cat. foreshadowing right there. Murders a cat. Cat woman later. That was a very dark scene. Yeah, there was a lot of dark scenes where I can definitely see. And then the parents are just like, mm, kill the cat. Yeah. Damn and then the. His, did you know that his, was Paul Rubens? I was just going to say that. And then, did you know in Gotham they brought him yeah, back? Yeah, I was going to mention that. And he's the penguin's dad in that, yep. too. They, they went a, yeah. they picked a different name, but yeah, it was Paul Rubens. Yeah. He goes by different uh, names a lot in films. Like, I uh, forget which one it was. He went by Paul Mall. Hmm. Well, for a while he got. Blacklist because he masturbated in <laughs> jerked a off theater. in a porno theater. Masturbated in a porno like theater. he was okay, the only one theater. who did. He was the only one in the theater. Yeah, it was because of who he was. Yeah, he's Pee Wee Herman. I'm not condoning the actions, but I mean, wh- it's not like he was doing it on the middle of a street corner. No, they yeah. just did it so they can arrest him and get a bunch of publicity. Mm-hmm. He like I'm not condoning his actions one bit. Okay, oh, I'm condoning it's it. It's public masturbation. <laughs> he can do it. But in, of all places to publicly masturbate, I mean, they have these little booths and stuff, too. I mean, essentially the same fucking thing. What the fuck did, were people going to these kind of theaters for? I mean, we lived in a different era where porn was on is on computer or on your phone or whatnot. Yeah. So it's hard for we us. Had to, we had to walk 30 miles up, up, up I mean, your body always came porn. over with a penthouse or some shit, but... It, I just never could... I can't imagine the theaters, you know... The I mean... He had Pee Wee Herman money. He could have got a hooker or something. Oh, he offered to do a lot for the, the police department as a like publicity thing as Pee Wee. So, um, yeah, because he knew if he didn't, he knew he he yeah. But they they wanted to screw him more than. The... You heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> oh god! And then that that got like blown way out of proportion. Well, it was probably a no slow slow news week or month or whatever and they're like we need something how did we go from talking about batman returns <laughs> Pee Wee herman jacked off in the theater well, we went off the rails his yep. mugshot was interesting yeah you didn't look like Wee in that mugshot he had really long hair. he looked kind of like how max streck ended up he, at he, the he, end of the movie he looked kind of like a guy you would expect to masturbate in public yeah I mean, kudos to you, for Rubens, for owning that. Are you turning around your career? He owned up to it. I know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like, that should have ruined his career, but he's... It did for a while. I, I mean, yeah. But, but he's like, back. But he did, like, Mystery Men after that, and, like, he was pretty good in that. Like, yeah. he, uh... He did he get... Spleen or something? Yeah. Yeah. Now, he went by Paul Rubens for a long time. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't know who Paul yeah. Rubens was. They're just like, oh, that looks like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. He was an episode of Murphy Brown. Oh, I want to talk about this because we we talked about separately the Batman action figures. And yeah. Specifically this toy line. There's a couple of times this is going to come up, but this is in relation to... Uh, 
to the Penguin. Now, I always assumed they released a figure that looked nothing like fucking Danny DeVito in the movie. Uh, it turns out it was just basically a repainted Penguin figure from Superpowers. I was always under the impression it was because they didn't pay for Danny DeVito's likeness. Mm. Because that happened back then. Because I think that's why, like... Uh, I, can't, I can't even picture the, his action figure. I remember they had the penguins with it the was, missiles. But so I don't, they had a superpower. I had one. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't an action figure. It was a little figurine, but it was Danny DeVito. Hmm. Well, that's that's the thing, though. Because I, I had heard there was a likeness. But this was, like, before the internet. Before a friend told a friend. And, like, oh, okay. So and that, it made sense. But what wouldn't make sense is they did do other merchandise with Danny DeVito's likeness. And if he didn't approve his likeness... But uh, it turns out that uh, Kenner released the, the figures, and it wasn't a licensing issue with his likeness. They just felt like his penguin interpretation was too scary for kids, which gets back to Tim Burton's problem. with yeah. It wasn't just even McDonald's, although that was a, a big thing, but... It was a lot of companies, and Kenner was big at the time. Yeah. I, I, did you watch the video of, um, they had some, I don't know who it was. It was almost like one of those Sally Jesse Raphael type thing where they brought kids on and had them talk about Batman and how, and it was so heavily scripted. Like, the, <laughs> like you could tell, like, the kid was like, they attack children intentionally. Like, he was talking like a robot, like. <laughs> And it was just so... And, she, and he was like, I watched it twice just to make sure. I'm like, oh, the kid watched it twice. I was like... The, kid, the, kid oh, oh, the, the parents had to take the kid there to watch <laughs> it twice. Do we not understand this? Well, it's like, you know, during the... It was during the era, like, of, like, the, the satanic panic. Yeah. Shit like that, that none of it was fucking true. When did the... um? Do you know when the animated series came out? Like, when did Around the... Around the same that, time. I... Because did they have those figures going congruently with the Returns figures? I believe it came out after Returns, but before Forever. That sounds was, about right to There me. was a bit of a gap, because from what I read, some of actually the animated series, interestingly enough, even though it was based more on the Burton movies, influenced Forever a little bit. Yeah. Because I guess Val Kil- Kilmer based like his, his Batman voice more on Kevin Conroy. Oh, than okay. he did on like uh, Michael <laughs> Keaton, which if you kind of watch it, you can kind of tell he it's a little more like. That. Well, the Batman voice never really came around until Kilmer. Yeah, so Keaton that didn't do anything with his voice. He just not really. I know what the the Penguin from the animated series was not the Returns Penguin. He was more of your classic yeah. Batman sixty six type Penguin, but like a little pudgy, more serious. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe when they got to the new adventures of Batman, he might have gotten a little... They, thinner, they changed yeah. up the style a little bit. They changed up a lot of the character designs in the new... Yeah. Um, I liked Poison Ivy in the animated series. But even um, I did even Catwoman on the animated series had like that gray... The gray the, the gray black, black. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the same. It was... It and then they changed thick. that again in the new... Because yeah. I think they gave her a black suit. Yeah, I think it was all black with like a and, white face or something. It actually looked a little more like the Returns yeah. Catwoman. So, that's a good segue to Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer. There's a reason people still mention Michelle Pfeiffer, and especially in relation to this movie to this day. She was very iconic. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, he, um, Burton pulled off the whole, um, I'm trying to think of the movie, but like, there's like a trope where like, oh, she's got like the, the ugly girl with glasses. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she loses the glasses, you know, by being thrown out of a building. I mean, that's a little bit different. That's, like, that's, that's a, a way to lose your glasses. But then she becomes the, uh, the hot chick or the, whatever you want to say it, that kind of trope. I didn't understand the putting the the stuffed animals down the garbage disposal. That disturbed me more as a kid. Really? That's a pretty powerful garbage disposal, too. (laughs) Right? That scene where she loses it, though, and, like, tears up her apartment. That was, like... I still remember that now, because it's, like... It was a jarring scene. Yeah. I I did like the whole, like, um when she, uh, bust, oh, when she busts out the letters. As a little kid, I'm like... Where it said, hello there, and she yeah. busts yeah, it. Hell like, here. Yeah. yeah, hell here. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I mean, it, it made a... I mean, when it comes to, like, sometimes comic book movies and stuff kind of gloss over some of that stuff, like how they make, like, their costumes and stuff. Like I mean, hers no, they kinda, had a full her, ten minute scene in there. Yeah, that hers yeah. kind of made sense. As she had, she knew how to like. So yeah, I mean, maybe not. She didn't care so much later when her costume was falling apart. But that, that reminds me, I didn't include it in the notes, but it was who some, has time? It's something yeah. I read. You gotta I, feed like a hundred cats. I mean, she had to learn how to whip. Yeah, she did too. That scene was filmed in one yeah. take. That's impressive. Where did that whip come from? Hmm. I was watching that. I thought, I, <laughs> no, like when I was watching back, I was like, is she, she's in a sporting look, goods look, store right now. No like, did she get the whip from the sporting goods no store? No shaming. So <laughs> yeah, we, we don't maybe know. it was in the closet with her. Okay. We don't know what and Maybe that's why her boyfriend she, was like, I'm getting away from you. <laughs> You're too little what to... she made the costume out of? Yeah. yeah some there type of rain jacket. Or, there was some BBS Like a rain jacket or something. <laughs> yeah, a quote unquote rain jacket. <laughs> That much leather to cover her whole body? No. Someone had some games. But, um, there's, yeah, she, uh, no when she, uh, yeah. go, she down. goes to town on that, <laughs> yeah. that milk and just, like, guzzles, like, a whole thing of milk. I mean, it was a little, like, a little bit much. There's some other scenes in there that were a bit much where she, like, eats the bird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, what the I, fuck? And, and the other campy one that I can't... I, that I think she, it goes too far. She said she had to put an actual bird It was an mouth. actual yeah. bird, yeah. That, she fucking went all out for that character, dude. When she starts cleaning herself and starts licking her, her arm and then, like, nuzzling against her face like a cat would, that was just a bit much. I'm glad... I was like, okay, it's too much. I'm glad she's trying to turn on Penguin. I'm glad you said arm, because for a second I was like, did you see a deleted scene I did not see? And if so, where no, can I she watch she, like, licks, like, the back of her hand and, like, rubs it against her face. Yeah, I remember that. I'm like, it's just weird. I'm like, it's too far. She was trying to, she was trying to get... Seduce, Seduce yeah. Penguin. Well, I mean, I don't think you had to go that far to seduce Penguin. Yeah, I was just gonna be like, she just had to be like, hey, you want something? Pretty sure he was a 33-year-old virgin. Yeah. Which, that got mentioned, too, in some of the things I was watching. Weird time skip, 33 years. They just decided Penguin was 33 when did they mention his age? I don't remember. It was at the. It was when after the, he got dumped in the river. It cuts to thirty three years later. I'm like oddly specific. Possibly I don't a reference s- to something we don't know about. I don't I, see a big deal with that. Yeah. Like, well, just people were like, "Why did they just do thirty years? Why? Did why they, they probably wanted to do early thirties, but not mid thirties? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. You could have just said thirty five. Kind of, yeah. Thirty three. Thirty three. Whatever. 
He was 31 and a half. He was a 33-year-old virgin. <laughs> At least he, he was a 40-year-old Unless he was getting some... He might have got some penguin, penguin tail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he had a lot of freaks under there with him. Oh, yeah, the circus freaks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, some of those... Some of those villains I felt more were for the Joker. Almost. I'm saying circus freaks, by the way, because yeah. that's how they can refer to him in the movie. I'm not judging the circus folk, the freak shows. <laughs> that was actually a cool scene. What scene? Where he unleashed his army of people. You mean the the freak show people? Yes. Doug Jones was there. Oh. It was one of the films that kind of helped launch his kinda, career. Well, uh, I know jumping ahead a little bit. I know the one the With one the good thing you can say action. about Clooney is I think he's the only Batman that doesn't kill anybody because fucking Keaton fucking murders some of Penguin's like cronies. Well, even the fr- he blew a guy up. He attached a bomb to a guy and like threw him down a sewer okay. to blow up. He turned the Batmobile around on the pyro guy and blasted him with a jet engine to the fucking face. Oh, okay. That guy's dead. I'm glad you kind of mentioned that because I remember with like the Affleck Batman people. Yeah, they always bitched. say Batman doesn't kill people. And I'm like, uh. Well, yeah. <laughs> Clooney, I think they said, is the only one that didn't kill anybody. People bitched and bitched about Affleck's Batman killing people. And I'm like. No, I know in the comic books he he definitely does make more of an effort not to kill his villains, but in the movies, I was like, he dropped bombs in the first movie and blew up like a freaking warehouse of people. Like, those people did not live well, through that. In the comics, you, in the the comics you can't just fucking kill the Joker. You gotta have the Joker come back for oh, yeah. stuff. So, But the movies, you're just like, are we really gonna have another Joker movie? Mm-hmm. But like, even him. the gun thing, like, Keen's Batmobile has freaking machine guns attached. And, like, bombs that detach. So it's like, okay, this is not the first time a Batman's had weapons. Like, now the comics he wanted... Because it it makes sense, because in the comics, he didn't want guns, because that's the weapon that kills his parents. Yeah. But, like, they really haven't done that that much in the movies. Yeah, and I mean, Ben Affleck's Batman was wielding a shotgun. Yeah, or like a machine, I don't remember. Well, I think with that had part of the comics that was from like the Batman Returns, or the Dark Knight Returns, and I think he uses like actually a gun in that, just because I think he had got no... And that was also... He's in a losing battle, and he's an old man by that point. Which in He's like fucking trying to kill mutants. Even though he was probably more athletic, Affleck was supposed to be the old Batman. Even though and he was the bulkiest. Yeah, even though he was probably the most athletic of any of the previous Batman. That's true. There was no putting ice skates on Batfleck. <laughs> Except maybe Fuck you, Clooney. I'm still mad about the ice skates. Except maybe the Jocelyn and Justice League. I could see him doing that. Oh, Affleck, here. Yeah. When we get to those later episodes, we're going to talk about that Bat like credit card. Oh yeah, we you are. Yeah, they. they We're yeah. skipping ahead. So. Batman and Robin. That's going to be a long episode. Okay. Now uh, that this is already hit, edging in an hour. Okay, so I I'll kind of speed things along a little bit. I didn't want to talk about Michelle Pfeiffer again. She actually wasn't cast initially as Catwoman. It was Annette Bening. Really? Yep. Uh, she had to drop out because Warren Beatty knocked her up. 
Your your fave Dick Tracy doctor. <laughs> well, I mean, there hadn't been too many others playing Dick Tracy since the thirties. Michelle Pfeiffer, interestingly enough, got paid three million to play Catwoman. Benning was only going to get two. Well, Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, she yeah, she wasn't that big of a name. I was going to say she, she wasn't was in Scarface that. prior to that. Yeah, but she earned all that money. She yeah, she did. In Scarface or in. <laughs> in Batman in Returns. Batman. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, the tr- yeah, I mean, well, that fucking. Tr- I think we had talked about this off the time, but the villains are like the main part of the movie. I think Batman himself only gets like thirty percent or thirty minutes of the screen time, and well, a lot of it's the rest of the villains and well, everything. Think about it though, because when you mention that, like almost every Batman movie, Revolver. Batman, yeah, usually has some of the least screen time of anyone, even like. And if we want to dissect this even more, it's typically Bruce Wayne that gets most of the screen time. And Batman shows up very little in most of the Batman movies. I think, like, the actual Michael Keaton Batman might be one of the... Maybe Batman and Robin. I mean, we're going to go this route. You see the same thing in other superhero movies. How much do you see Superman and Superman? You see, I feel like you see, see Bruce Wayne eat some cold-ass soup in this movie. You bitch Vichy about Swat it. Yeah. supposed to be cold. <laughs> he bitches about it. Yeah, fuck I, you, I, Alfred. I'm trying to save Gotham and you can't even heat up a bowl of soup? Alfred's no, like... Vichy Swat's supposed to be I know, I know. I and Alfred's nice. He's like, not to be mean, but like, he's almost dead even in these movies. He's like, giving you fucking dinner and you're bitching at him because he didn't heat up your soup that's supposed to be cold anyway. And he was so just supposed to be cold. <laughs> oh. And he starts eating it. Like, Alfred's so done with his shit by that movie. He's like, <laughs> He's like I can't wait to the fourth movie when I, like, get close to dying. He's like... Of some made-up disease. McGregor syndrome. Yeah. That we, we have a fucking here for see maybe alfred secretly yeah, killed Schwarzenegger got that cure oh my god this is a new, new theory huh. alfred murders every bruce wayne that like pisses him off and just pays because he's getting the money from the estate and he just pays random people to be batman for his own fucking shits and giggles and that's why you change actors but they have to he's like okay you can hang out on reddit yeah <laughs> bruce wayne and they're like okay Here's, here's like yeah, five except Chris O'Donnell's not looking at George Clooney and be like, he, he looks paid, a little different. He paid him not, not, to, not to say shit. So. Why do you think he's got all that cool-ass like motorcycles and shit? He yeah, hushed sure. up some murders. That's my new theory. Like Alfred? I mean, it's... <laughs> Alfred it's the badass. El- I mean, in Gotham, he was a badass. Exactly. He was supposed to be supposedly like ex-military. Yeah. So, in the comics, he was yeah. too. So I, I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's why he looks different. Perhaps. He was pretty badass in Batman '66 too, when he like would <laughs> get Batman around on his bicycle and stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, random citizen. Oh, yeah, he yeah. wears a little like <laughs> the little domino mask. Yeah, thing. little mask. Yeah. We have no idea who Batman is. Just hanging out with this random old man. Oh my gosh. Oh, I want to talk about this because this is... We talked about this a little earlier. Uh, Fucking Robin in this movie. Or not in this movie. I remember when this movie first, like, 
was being announced, I was hyped for this movie. And maybe this was a little bit of my disappointment. Because I remember, like, Kenner released all these figures. You know, they had Penguin, Catwoman, Batman. You know, the little Penguin figures, too. Actual Penguin, like, army. And a fucking Robin figure. And I was so excited because I was like, oh, they're going to have like Batman and Robin yeah, in this movie. I, I had a Robin figure, but I don't know what it was from. I don't know if it was from Did they the Returns or. Yes. And it was. Was it from the, But it, I, not to. I mean, I'm just going to say this. It was a white character. So it wasn't yeah. depicting Marlon Wayans because Marlon Wayans was hired to star in this, co star in this movie. In fact, he got a paycheck. So, he got a paycheck for the third movie, too. Even though he wasn't. Because he had a pay-or-pay contract yeah. for those movies. So, it was supposed to be Marlon Wayans. They ended up, they decided to kind of wait. But they released a figure, based on concept art, basically, of supposedly Burton came up with, like, the idea. So, even though it was, a, it was like a white kid with spiked-up hair... It would have presumably been the same costume, roughly, though, with Marlon Wayans. Uh, I think also part of the reason they might have leaned away from it, unfortunately, there was some backlash because Marlon Wayans was African-American, and there were people even back then kind of bitching about... A black rabbit. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I've talked about this. I don't always love, like, race or gender swap, but it's not nothing against the actor... And if they hire someone, I'm all for it. You know, well, I, I don't. If I, think I was Tim Burton's casting, had that critique with him because he said, I think it was recently that he almost put his foot in his mouth and said something about, you know, that doesn't really fit his aesthetic. Yeah, he likes people with a lot of pale skin, and we're like, oh, don't say that. We're Tim Burton, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it is kind of his aesthetic. It, well, I mean, he was going to have Billy D. Williams as Two Face. Yeah, which I think that what was another. What the fuck happened with that? That was another criticism that I think was he not in Batman Returns? Was he even? He was not. He, he was. Because, was well, he mentioned? This is something I want to talk about. I, I'll finish up with Marlon Wayans a little bit and get into that. Um, like I said, I, I like comic book characters to be more like their counterparts, but that's nothing against the actors and like. If I was casting, I'd probably go a more traditional way, but if someone's being cast in a movie like Marlon Wayans, they're being cast in that movie for a reason, shut the fuck up and, like, see yeah, how they can't. do. Yeah. I understand maybe, like, I would prefer this person or that. I get that. Yeah. But, like, they're cast. Don't knock them. Give them a chance. And sometimes, like, Michael Clark Duncan, for instance, as the kingpin was fucking terrific. Oh, yeah, he God. was good. Yeah. I, it's, he was the best part of that movie. Um, so yes, well, and Marlon Wayans is a talented actor. Like you, you're one of your favorite movies, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Like you, he can act. Yeah. You know, people think he's just a comedy actor, but no, he's got some, he can do other things. And yes, he's primarily known as a comedic actor, but, but there's also comedic elements in these movies too. But we had talked about this earlier. I just read that. I just read that, um. Yes. I it's just subtle. I just read that Batman 89 comic where they expand on what, what they were really going to do for the third Batman movie. And they bring in Marlon Wayans' Robin. And it makes sense that, you know, he is a black man. 
because they also bring in um, Two Face, which is uh, who would have been Billy D. Yeah, Williams. Billy D. Williams, and they dealt a lot with race and how there are two sides to Gotham. There was like the rich white part of Gotham, and there was the poor black neighborhoods, and that also dealt with Two Face, and that was where Robin came in. He was on that side. That would have been interesting. And you know, they dealt with. I think um, there was a scene where, I don't know if it would be in the movie, but it was in the comic book where there was like an accidental shooting and Batman kind of feels like to blame and the kind of this Robin kind of takes over for a little bit and is kind of like their crime fighter. And then eventually they kind of have like a team up from there. And then like that could have been where they went with the direction. That would have been cool. Batman Forever under Tim Burton would have been very different. And we'll get to that when we get to that episode. But yeah. I wanted to mention something because you had mentioned was Billy D. Williams in this movie. He was not. Yeah. And part of that was deliberate too. Tim Burton did not want to do a direct sequel because they the first treatment of it was a direct sequel. In fact, there was even talks, despite the fact that he presumably died, of having Jack Nicholson come back as the Joker. It's comic books that happened. Yeah. Um, but they were going to have Kim Basinger return as Vicky Vale. Yeah. It was going to end with like him proposing. It was going to follow more directly into the first movie. Um, Tim Burton basically wanted to do a movie that was self-contained, though. So they took out a lot of those elements that were sequel, you know, would have played off the first movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why he, he had that attitude, because it was still a sequel. Tim yeah. Burton's always been against direct sequels, though. Hmm. So I, but the thing is, when you're making a sequel anyway, I don't, I don't understand. Like, because they still acknowledge like Vicky Vale, for instance. Mm-hmm. They mentioned her by name. So I don't really get why he so was apprehensive about some of the elements of the first movie coming in. But Tim Burton's strange on things. He is. We we can talk about Tim Burton a little bit. We could do an entire episode on Tim Burton. Um, Tim Burton and Michael Keaton were not signed up in advance for a sequel. Mm. So they got a pretty good fucking paycheck. And that's part of the reason Burton was able to make all the demands he wanted despite the studio not loving it. Because he could walk. And then after the movie, I believe uh, they basically were like, Please we walk. Don't, yeah. yeah, please go away. We don't. We don't want you to do another Batman. Take the smaller project over here. Do this, and that's why the movie was darker in theme because they they have like we mentioned some of the elements on there. Um, there was more violence. There was a little more, I guess, gore. You could call it with like the black slime yeah. and stuff the guy's nose being bitten off uh, it was more sexualized like yeah. slashing people's faces yeah um taking a stun gun to the face yeah <laughs> i like that Pucker part up. i did too someone called that uh Chekhov's gun <laughs> because uh it was brought up in the beginning of the movie and then it came into play at the end of the movie mm. so that was uh, another trope so, I'll go over some quick notes real quick. I'm gonna go over some quick some notes. Quick real notes real quick, quickly. Allow myself to introduce <laughs> myself. I mean, he returned the best Batmobile, so and then he made it like it could turn into like like a 
it could blast apart things and oh yeah turn into like the freaking penguin little remember the the remote control like batmobile yeah yeah the little gaming thing i was like what is going on yeah i didn't understand that either i was like what he managed to take control of his batmobile yeah you kind of have to like suspend disbelief on that because i'm like who and who and his crew is like the computer mastermind that put that crap together that got something that could take control of the batmobile i guess there was a scene written where they were kind of gonna show how he managed to get like i think Uh blueprints for the batmobile oh but still yeah they just came up with this little because they did that in, in other movies too like of jumping ahead to fucking batman and or batman and robin when uh towards the end of that movie batman's like it's gonna take a computer genius to get this to work and like robin and batgirl both like oh we can do it and i'm like okay i don't know much about batgirl because she was going to like college and shit like overseas but robin i'm like he was fucking like in the circus and stuff he's knows his way around the computer system and can rig up all these satellites and shit he knew his way around a bat pole that's a different kind of Batman movie. Yeah. But whatever. I guess these guys Holy can just do anything. <laughs> so, um, what about Danny Elfman's score? Like, like I know you guys... I, know I loved you, it. Yeah, like, the music's good. And... See, I there's one critique, though. I feel like there isn't as much... Like, the freaking Batman score, and obviously the music that carries over is very iconic. But I feel like, to be honest, I can't really think of like Catwoman or Penguin's theme. They really didn't have one. Yeah, I I, I think they did, but it's just kind I, of. I feel like Catwoman was kind of like a screechy like kind of thing. And that's the thing, like it's I I like the score, but I mainly like the carryovers from the first film. It's not a night, you know. It's hard to come up with like themes, theme, especially when like. Batman's the main theme anyway. You want to carry that theme over, but it wasn't as. Whenever I think of the theme music from Batman, I always think of like the con or the cartoon. Yeah, is which the is song. the same yeah. song. Yeah. yeah, sort of like in Star Trek: Next Generation. It's just the the movie theme. Yeah, um, done a little different. Burgess Meredith was uh, asked to play Penguin's father instead of Pee Wee Herman, oh. but he couldn't do it because he was sick. Okay. That would have been cool. It would have been just sort of a little nod. I would have liked that, but I would have too. It would have been it would have been Especially cuz that was kind of a, a character that was a little yeah, bit of a throwaway. Really yeah. It was just more of a cool cameo. Do you guys know the character of Harvey Bullock? Anyone? No, I know. Batman the animated yeah, series. I know from yeah, the animated series. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was going to be in this movie. Really? He was going to be played by Brian Dennehy. That was the concept. He was in the comic book for, um, that was for the third movie, Batman 89 comic. Yeah, he they, was. They had him in that one. Was it like a likeness of Brian Dennehy, I'm wondering? Um, I don't know. I need to look into that. <laughs> we had mentioned that uh, Alfred was in this, but Alfred, James, uh, Jim Gordon, and... Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, those were the only three characters slash actors to return. Really? Yeah. I'm like, right. Jim Gordon didn't get much screen no. time. 
He's not much of a big character in this kind of series. Maybe he had McGregor's syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> and take the glowing blue liquid. Yeah. Take two of these and call me. Okay. Oh, God. I don't want to skip. I don't want to skip. Yeah, we, we got to save some content. Why the fuck would you just give someone, like, a cure a villain came up with? Okay, I'm... I'm... It's just blue Kool-Aid. <laughs> he just happens to be holding it in his fucking arms. Hey, a villain that just tried to kill the whole city and potentially the world later gave me a cure for you. I'm not going to analyze this at all. Here you go. It could have been the fucking play. Okay, I'm not... <laughs> That that was a completely different movie. Fuck that movie. So the the Halle Berry Catwoman movie, I guess, is kind of technically a spinoff. I because heard. there's a shot, there's a photo of Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman in there. So I guess by an Easter egg, little nod, it technically connects that film to this. How unfortunate. I'm, I'm going to speak for all comic book fans and then just say no. No. <laughs> like, we reject that. In fact, the studio needs to get that scene and just delete just it. Just delete, delete it. it. Edit from it out. every release from the future. Just, I haven't even seen that Catwoman. I haven't either. Uh, I have. I'm sorry. You sh- Yeah, I, I'll take that because it was... I hear it was unwatchable. Let me put it to you like this. I don't know how to reference this in the context that you might understand. Steel was a better movie than Catwoman. I like Steel the comic book. I don't think I ever saw the movie. Shaquille O'Neal did a better job than Halle Berry. And I like Halle Berry. I do too. And I like Shaquille O'Neal. But he is not an actor. (laughs) I'm I love Shaq, but he is not an actor. I'll just say that. But he still did a better job. So, And Allie Berry can act. I know. She's a fucking great actor. Source material, man. I guess uh, not every role is for everybody. Like I said, Catwoman's not really like a big villain for me that I like. And just to think about, like, me, it's more—it's more of her and Batman's Cat dynamic Woman's together. Always been one of my favorites. But, but what if you take Batman out of the equation, and you don't have the Batman Catwoman? I still like dynamic. Cat even in the, as an independent character because it, it, it could work. Uh, depending on like the the history in the comics, like there's comics where she was like a prostitute or associated, or there's comics where she was like the daughter of a gangster. Depending on like which, there's been so many different yeah. iterations of Catwoman. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and most of them are pretty interesting. It is better with Batman, I yeah. will admit, because they have a good dynamic. But I, I think the characters pretty. I like Two Face too. Two Face is one of my favorite characters. Uh, same with the Joker. They're just fascinating characters. Uh, and one character I like partially because the animated series more is Mister Freeze, because oh, yeah. they did Mr. such a Freeze good job. The animated series was. Interesting. Yeah. Very dark. You know, someone I was reading said that um, Patrick Stewart should have played Mr. Freeze. I could see that. I could totally see that. But now, like, if they were going to do one and base it kind of on the animated series, I would pick Mark Strong, the guy who played uh, Sinestro in Green Lantern. He was in Shazam. The bald guy. Oh, yeah. He would be so incredible. 
You know who might have been good? Yeah. Um, Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Yes, would be I can see. Pe- you know who else could have been good? Who? Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Yeah. John Malkovich. No. No. Too far. You don't. You don't Too need. The, you don't need the Schwarzenegger big strong guy. Mister Freeze is like a tragic character. Well, ever since the animated series. Because they change kind of that he, stuff. Aaron would prefer Schwarzenegger over John Malkovich. No, he would not. <laughs> God, I'd rather. They should have Schwarzenegger play Bane if they're going to have. I like to John Malkovich. Bitch. Have you seen that new show, a newish show, uh, 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 Space Force? Just keep her up. I saw part of it. On I Netflix. saw the first season. I don't think I saw season two. I don't. Did they? Do John a Malkovich is great in that show. John Malkovich is fucking fantastic. He's crazy, though. But that's what makes him incredible. So had this movie ended up going somewhere, uh, there were plans to have Penguin come back. I mean, I would presume Danny DeVito would come back as the Penguin in a fifth Batman movie as a hallucination. They were going to have Joker, Penguin... Uh, like Scarecrow, like yeah, Scarecrow was gonna that give, could work, yeah. And I think they were gonna they were trying to give get Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito back and like the cameos. Fuck is Jack exactly. You, have you seen Strange Wilderness? Yeah, good. I say you can't be on this podcast if you haven't. Pretty much, <laughs> it's a pre rack. Uh, when the, Tim Burton was doing Superman Lives, he had planned for Michael Keaton to come back. He was going to have a little cameo in there. That would have been cool. Just get a little thumbs up. Which would have been the first uh, kind of spanning universe before they would have beat Marvel. You would have also got Nicolas Cage's Superman, so not sure how that would... Not sure if I would trace that. That would have been interesting. Yeah, it would have talked a lot about Batman Returns because it's a movie that deserves to be talked about but there is one final thing and I promise final thing that I want to talk about because it's something we've talked about before so we don't need to go but that's for another day Christmas is this a fucking Christmas movie or not? Yes It's funny you say that because in the comic book the Batman 89 comic book they start on Halloween Oh yeah So yeah It lines up but is it a Christmas movie? No. See, I'm more open-minded. I think any movie, basically, that features Christmas... Can be a Christmas Can be a Christmas movie if you want. Even if you're like, nah, nah, that's not a Christmas movie. Well, what are the elements that have to do with Christmas? Besides, it, I mean, there's a Christmas Make tree Christmas with the bats come out of it. Exactly. There's, there's like presents trees. where people pop yeah. out. But I'm Make like... Christmas, Alfred. If you... If you take those elements away, it's it's basically the same movie. Sean, let me ask you something. Did you enjoy this movie? Yeah. Was this movie not a Christmas present unto itself? Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> sure. Sure, okay. Would you Got consider can, would you consider Batman, <laughs> you consider Clooney a lump of coal? I was gonna coffee? say, <laughs> would you consider Batman and Robin a present? <laughs> No. See, that's what differentiates this from Batman and Robin. That was not a Christmas movie. So, I don't know. I just want to dog on Batman and Robin a little bit. so easy to do. Yeah. You didn't have to go so left field. I I wanted to. (laughs) 
And if, and if George Clooney wants to come on this podcast... Listen, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit that you can pick from Batman and Robin that's already been picked by a bunch of people. I I almost feel bad doing Batman and Robin because it's such I an don't. easy target. It would be interesting to do a podcast where we can only say positive things about <laughs> Batman and Robin. Probably the shortest episode ever. George Clooney was famous at that time. <laughs> was he good in the movie? He was famous at that time. Arnold Schwarzenegger was still kind of famous. It, fe- it featured, uh, I like the one guy that uh, turned Poison Ivy into Poison Ivy. What's his name? John Glover. Yeah, I like him. He was in Smallville. He was yeah, Lionel yeah. Luther. Uh, he played... Uh, Dr. Woodrow, who was a Swamp Thing villain. Mm. The Floronic Man or whatever. I forgot his name. But, yeah. Huma Thurman's costume wasn't terrible. Huma Thurman... Okay, I will say one thing. Since this is... We're not really going to talk about positive things on that podcast. (laughs) Huma Thurman actually, like, hammed it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She had the appropriate level of hamminess, I think. That's it. <laughs> I mean, she was still outshined by Schwarzenegger and all his one-liners. Like, that just would he just pops out. in and he's like, chill. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the icy. Oh. Okay. But this, that's a different movie. He's like, Adam a different movie. and evil. <laughs> oh, so, man, I did that. Yeah. It just didn't stop. I think we can all agree this is a recommend. I would say, because of what we talked about, maybe at least watch it before you show a little kid this and kind of judge what you feel your child... What's appropriate for your child. Each kid's different. Yeah. Like, me and you watched R-rated movies when we were little. Yeah. And it... I mean, well, maybe it did. Well, maybe it did influence. Maybe you shouldn't. This was a thing that um, they they going back to that um, where they that talk show where they were talking about the kids. I think they said something about like they were comparing it to T two, like Terminator two, and they're like, "This is worse than T 2 I'm like, "Did we watch the same movie?" I was like, "That." I'm like, "T one thousand put a knife through someone's head. You fucking saw it go through the milk and into her mouth and come out the back of her head." Yep. And I was like, "That." I'm like, "Okay." Penguin was bad when he, like, died and stuff. But I'm like, Terminator was worse. I was like, there's lots of people getting full sliced up and shot. and He slices his arm open. Yeah, rips off the flesh and all kinds of stuff. You get the fucking flash forwards to Judgment Day. People get burned and stuff. Flash forward to Batman and Robin where he's Mr. Free. (laughs) That was the true nightmare. So yeah, it's recommend, but judge your you know your child. Well, you yeah. know what I mean. Don't use us as a. I mean, it, it it holds up to today's standards. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not as like people back then were probably like, oh my god, this is awful. But when you compare it to like the Batman and nowadays, it's nothing. No, not. It's like one of those. Um, like it's like it would probably. It's like one of those Martin McFly things where he's like, as a, you guys weren't ready for that, but your kids will love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your you know, kids these days they might like it, the it's Batman pretty Returns. By today's yeah, by today's standard, yeah. yeah, it would have got a PG today. It, you know, I don't know that, but it definitely. I heard, I read somewhere where 
they were talking about like someone debated that it was supposed to get like an artery and I was like why there's no reason maybe because of the black blood thing maybe or the biting the guy's nose off but yeah that was a bit there, intense there's really nothing for it but they never I mean, really Catwoman would get shot a few times but then again the building. but then again why were the Matrix sequels rated R because even if you justify the first one getting rated R for like gunplay they didn't even really use guns much in the sequels. They barely did. It was mainly like karate. Yeah. So sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. Well, I mean, we can go. We, I, we can dissect the MPAA. Yeah. In another episode. But uh, we've talked way too long about the <laughs> hour and a half, to be exact. But you know, it's classics. And probably just like with Batman, it was only like 30% of it was dealing with Batman Returns. Yeah. As always, I'm Aaron. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. Have a good one.